Hey, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mount Hope Presbyterian Church on our weekly podcast, Today's Word. We're delighted you're joining us as we're talking a little bit about practicing joy. Uh, and we're looking at Luke chapter 4, verses 31 to 44. Jesus went to the town of Capernaum in Galilee and taught the people on the Sabbath. His teaching amazed them because he spoke with power. There in the synagogue, a man with an evil spirit uh, was a man with an evil spirit. He yelled out, hey, Jesus of Nazareth, what do you want with us? Are you here to get rid of us? I know who you are. You are God's holy one. Jesus ordered the evil spirit to be quiet and come out. The demon threw the man to the ground in front of everyone and left without harming him. They were all amazed and kept saying to each other, what kind of teaching is this? He has power to order evil spirits out of people? News about Jesus spread all over that part of the country. Jesus left the synagogue and went to Simon's home. When Jesus got there, he was told that Simon's mother-in-law was sick with a high fever. So Jesus went over to her and ordered the fever to go away. Right then, she was able to get up and serve them a meal. After the sun had set, people with all kinds of diseases were brought to Jesus. He put his hands on each one of them and healed them. Demons went out of many people and shouted, You are the Son of God. But Jesus ordered the demons not to speak because they knew he was the Messiah. The next morning, Jesus went out to a place where he could be alone, and crowds came looking for him. When they found him, they tried to stop him from leaving. But Jesus said, People in other towns must hear the good news about God's kingdom. This is why I was sent. So he kept on preaching in the synagogues in Judea. So when you think of celebrating, what comes to mind? Maybe a birthday, an anniversary, a promotion, or a graduation. Or let's say a baptism, like this Sunday morning and last Sunday morning. What would be on your list of things that should be part of the event? You need to get yourself there and the baby to church. You probably going to ask some sponsors and grandparents and maybe friends and other family. You might want to plan to take some pictures. You might suggest a gifts to others if they want to offer one up. Uh, and maybe uh, you could uh, uh, manage to keep Aunt Mabel from sending that onesie that is God, uh, some god-awful color. And then all, after all of that, there will probably be food. Food is one of those things that always seems to be at a celebration. I mean, it's not like we're starving and haven't eaten for days. Probably we've had breakfast and we'll have dinner. Yet food is always there, part of the festivities. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the show Family Dinner on the Magnolia Network or on Discovery+. Plus. It stars Andrew Zimmerman, who goes and has dinner with families all over the U.S. Last week, I watched as he cooked and ate with a blended family where the father is Samoan and the mother is an Anglo. Together with their kids and his Samoan mother, and Andrew, they cook some traditional Samoan dishes as well as a dish from her family's tradition, and then they ate and told stories. Then Andrew went and visited a family in Vermont that makes maple syrup. At dinner, every recipe had some maple syrup in it, and they sat, and they ate, and they talked, because it's what we do when we get together for special occasions. We sit, we eat, and we talk. So it should come as no surprise that when Jesus performed his healings, even after his resurrection, what the disciples and the healed folks and the community did is eat and talk. Remember, Jesus was accused of eating with sinners. He did it a lot. Why? 
because eating with people is a great way to have conversations that matter, that build relationships, that open up lines of communication. Seriously, the next time you have a celebration, take a good look at the folks around your table. And if there aren't a bunch of sinners there, well, then maybe you need to go invite some. Because when the Christian community, when the church gathers, sinners should always be present. As Jesus pointed out many times, while the Pharisees may have thought they were all good, Jesus wasn't there to hang out with them. Jesus wasn't there to hang out with holy people. And the Pharisees thought they had all their stuff together and that they were a good bit holier than the folks around them. Jesus wasn't interested in them. He was looking for prodigal daughters and sons for lost sheep. And if you heard the sermon from two weeks ago, lost coins as well. Remember, in the eyes of many, his own disciples were sinners. They were tax collectors and shepherds and demoniacs and lepers and prostitutes and fishermen and women who were in those days understood as all sinners. Yet Jesus loved them all, taught them all, and invited them into the leadership of the kingdom of God. And when they gathered to listen to Jesus, they ate. Isn't that cool? In Luke's story, Jesus had been in the synagogue where he had been teaching on the Sabbath and was confronted by a man who was possessed by a demon. I'm not at all sure what that looks like. It sounds scary, but Jesus handed him in stride and simply told the demon to leave. And then when Jesus was finished teaching in the synagogue, he went to Peter's house, that's who Simon is, where his mother-in-law was sick. Did you know that Peter was married? And that his mother-in-law, it looks like, was living at his house. She had a fever, so Jesus did what Jesus always seems to do when confronted by illness. He healed her, but it is what happens next that is so cool. She gets up and starts cooking a meal. Why? Because when family celebrates, we eat. Doesn't matter whether the family is blood relations or just a gathering of friends. We celebrate and we rejoice by sharing God's provision for us, our daily bread. So, get ready for a summer of celebrations. The barbecues are coming, picnics, family parties, graduation parties, even wedding celebrations. And remember, Jesus loves every bit of it. He is there when you break the bread. Right? Amen. So that brings us to the end of this week's uh, edition of Today's Word. If you have questions, you can contact us by our email address, otisvillepress at hvc.rr.com or at our website, otisvillepress.org. Thanks for joining us.